Hello and welcome to the Max Communications 2020 podcast, a series of podcasts where we explore various archives and collections. My name is Faith Williams and I'm joined today by Joe Williams, no relation, Honorary President for the Egan by Runnymede History Society. Joe, would you like to introduce yourself and talk about your role in the society? Yes, indeed. Um... As I say, my name is Jill Williams, currently the Honorary President, and I've been a member of the Eganby Runnymede Historical Society for over 30 years. We still have, I think, one founder member um, from the start of the society 52 years ago. And the role of the society, we, because we're a society, we don't possess that many archives other than our organisational ones, which are minutes, accounts, um, AGM reports, which we have from the beginning. But our main archive would be our newsletters that have been produced from a very early stage in the society and which cover um, archaeology reports, local history reports um, on research on buildings, on people, events, and also cover current news of the day, such as planning applications that might be concerned with conservation of buildings. The society was actually founded with an archaeological interest because Egham High Street was being developed in the 1960s, and this meant that many historic buildings were going to be demolished and there was a a drive and an interest to see what was going to be lost, what could be gained from this loss. And then after the archaeology of course came the local history research that would um, encourage the the context of the building and we've sort of gone from there. So we we have collected um, a number of archives and say principally our newsletters, which on, I think we have just over 550 in hard copy form. Um, And apart from these, we have things like indexes, um, the memories of our members, many of whom are longstanding residents of the area, which we've expanded over the years to include not only Egham, but Englefield Green, um, uh, Virginia Water and Thorpe, and of course the association with Runnymede and Magna Carta. We also have some of our local history talks which have been recorded. They're currently on two uh, cassette tapes, but this is something that we can convert into a more modern format. And our Newsletters are currently available if people can call into our research room, which is in a grade two, I think grade two listed building in Egham High Street called the Literary Institute. But we are limited for opening hours because we are, as a society, all unpaid volunteers. So we only have a limited amount of time um, that we can actually be there. But we can of course, take um, inquiries via our website and our email address. So I hope that puts into um, the public domain what we are trying to do, um, and then perhaps we can discuss what, what we're doing currently. Is that okay? Yeah. 
how many people are who form up the society then? We have between um, 80 and 120 members and a committee of 10, I think, at the moment, um, so, who are generally the more active members. But anybody can contribute. Um, you know, any, and a lot of our members do um, do respond to articles in our newsletter. And often we appeal to them for their background knowledge because none of us knew everything when we started. We've all had to learn, and we try and make the fullest use of any resources we can, whether it's memory, um, uh, other archives such um, such as museums, the uh, Surrey Archive and wider archives like the National Archives. So we try to use as much of our uh, resources. And of course, the fact that men, much of it is now online does make it easier in some respects. But we also find that our inquirers um, almost think we can pick stuff off the shelf and hand it to them. And to do some in-depth research can take quite a time. We don't charge for our research inquiries. Um, we, we do that for free as a, as a public service. You have quite close links with uh, the Egan Museum, right? Yes, we did. We, uh, we as a society, founded the, uh, the museum in Egham, uh, but some 10 years ago, they split themselves off to function as a separate organisation. So we are now entire, two entirely separate groups. Although we um, meet on the same premises and um, therefore there are quite close links and the society is, is still a patron of the museum. What kind of information do you have in your newsletter then? You've been printing it for quite some time. Yes, um, there are... There's material, um, some, one, of, one of our earlier researchers was really considered that anything after the Tudor period was modern and was a great, um, in, had a great interest in very early medieval history. Um, so we, we perhaps get batches, depending on what the member's interest is, batches of work um, on certain families, um, as I say, sometimes on houses, or other properties in the area. And these are usually the two main areas that we get inquiries about. People whose families came from the area and they would like to find out more, more than just their births, marriages and deaths, perhaps where they lived. Sometimes we can supply um, a photograph of the house or the road at least that they came from. And with people spreading wider and wider across the world, um, we get inquiries, you know, from, from all different parts of the world. Um, one, on one occasion, I actually had two Australian chaps um, knock on my door saying one of the local shops had said, um, this lady can help you. And their um, ancestor had emigrated back in the 1880s. And by communicating what we had, we were able to fill in some background for them. So that's the type of thing that we do. Um, sometimes it's on local industries, um, many of which have gone, but people said, you know, I worked for this company when I was 20 and I've moved away, what happened to it? So that's the type of um, 
inquiry that we we try to help with you i mean you mentioned medieval history probably the most famous event in the area is is the signing of the magna carta do you have any involvement in that kind of research um we we do yes um we in fact the whole meadow of runnymede has a much greater um number of events that happened on it as well as magna carta magna carta is sometimes quite difficult to to talk about to um get into the, the modern day mind the what the medieval um, ideas would be and of course the national trust who are currently in charge of the site do organize events um, down there so that um, sometimes we just fill in the background um, we do do talks about it um, but not just Magna Carta because nobody knows exactly where it was signed and it's quite difficult then to, to say well it was somewhere here um, but we can't say precisely where and of course with the number of um, the, the, the mass of people that would have been there not just King John and the barons but all the attendant um, courtiers and horses and servants would have been um, quite a quite a large gathering and so it may have been in several places across this very big open meadow but over more recent times it was also the, the site of a race course which flourished for about 150 years and it's also of course close to the river thames with the attendant um, traffic where things would have gone by boat rather than the the rather doubtful roads at the time so the whole area is interesting not just from magna carta's um perspective but from the the others and the memorials of course that are on it the uh, the american bar association memorial the kennedy memorial um, overlooking it of course is the raf memorials um so there is a there's a great deal to see in this area, not just Magna Carta, but all these other events that went on. So that sort of tries to put it into um, a wider picture. Do you as a society have, I mean, you've mentioned the local museum, um, but do you have links with the National Trust? There's um, the University of London up the road. Um, there's uh, Holloway Sanatorium. Do you have links with them? Well, we do, yes. Um, particularly, um, my husband worked for Royal Holloway um, for many years before retiring, so that we do have links and we're, we still, as a couple, are involved in their Heritage Day events, um, which take place normally in September, sadly cancelled this year, of course, but we would normally do tours of the college, the, particularly the Founders Building, the historic um, areas of the college. And of course, they have their own picture gallery with its attendant curators. So that, yes, we are involved with that. Um, the sanatorium uh, has now been converted to um, housing. So that's much more limited. But it is, or it has been in the past, open on Heritage Day as well and to 
or more of our members have been down there to actually um, attend to visitors and to talk to them about the history of the sanatorium itself. How much material do you have in your collection? Um, you, you mean as a society? Yes, yes. Um, it's quite difficult to say actually um, because we have um, files of cuttings, um, say as our newsletters, as indexes, um, what our own personal research um, areas are. So um, it, it's actually quite quite a tricky thing to answer actually um, because you can't go along the shelves easily and, and measure it. Um, I would say perhaps um, several large floor to ceiling bookcases that sort of thing it's not all um, readily available some has to be stored in in boxes um, in another rooms because we are always chronically short of room like most archives we also have um, limited um, opening hours um, normally because we're volunteers um, we would normally only be available in person uh, perhaps two days a week and it would be different people on different days and not always the same people it's quite a fluid um, um, position um, but we do communicate between one another um, either by email or simply by by leaving notes for one another post-it note system um, would you say that the the lack of volunteers is probably the biggest challenge in in the running of the society <coughs> Yes, um, I think, you know, um, highlighted is the challenge of making it interesting to other people who may not have considered it as, as basically what is a, um, a very interesting hobby. And I think this is um, <clears throat> something that we, we've been conscious of since the lockdown has of how can we try and extend our reach to interest people into not only coming out to, to our monthly talks that we have, but also of becoming more involved um, and carrying the society forward into the, into the future because um, the challenges that face us are making sure that our, the archives that we have or we can use are continually updated. I mean, when we started, it's handwritten notes, then it was typewriter, then the early computers, and we've been through floppy disks, um, CDs, memory sticks, hard drives. You know, each time you, you're trying to cope with a, a system and making sure it can still, <clears throat> still be relevant in the future. Um, and accessible in the future, and that, that's quite difficult if you're not um, a trained archivist with the whole backing of uh, an organisation behind you. So that's one of our challenges. Um, similarly, when we started, you would be taking prints or photographic prints or slides. 
now it's digital images and it's a question of this continual awareness of how do we update it and how do we find the people to help us to update it which is why we would dearly like to attract um, some younger members who are perhaps more technically savvy than than many of our older members although i wouldn't say that any of them are, are lacking we, it's surprising what older people can and are achieving but nonetheless it would be nice to feel that we are always fit to update the information we have and make it more readily available um, and how do we perhaps begin to put some of this um, out online so that's some of the challenges that we are considering at the moment. Do you have links with uh, local schools and, and maybe the university? Um, no, we leave that more to the museum to deal with because they, they have a programme where they, they are dealing with schools and our borough museum at Chertsey also has um, the um, very strong links with the local schools. <coughs> they, they, they actually, <coughs> excuse me, they actually have um, a regular programme of school visits. Uh, this is to the museum at Chertsey. And I know that the museum at Egham also is trying to um, attract younger visitors with, um, daily, uh, with events that are carrying on um, normally during the week or on Saturdays. So um, the society has in the past tried, but it's sometimes quite difficult to interest the schools. You really rely on one motivated teacher. We used to actually run a competition and the last one was on Magna Carta for children to, to visualise what it would be like and only one class in one school sent in entries which was rather disappointing but the entries we had were wonderful there were 30 of them some had even singed the paper that they'd written on so that it looks like a medieval document with the frayed edges so there was a great deal of imagination but the the lack of interest um, from that point of view was was disappointing and we haven't done anything for a number of years perhaps it's something we should be considering do you think um online resources are the future for getting people engaged then um i think there's certainly a good a good place to start because most people will turn to the internet from for their first sort of dabble i think what a lot of people don't realize is that so many things are not on the internet but require um, sort of a, a personal search for. So I think, yes, things on the internet and particularly I think um, how you can access some of the sources and where they might be, um, sort of a brief synopsis of what archives you do hold and we're currently trying to update the index to our newsletters so that that could be put online and then people could request a particular page because now we've had the the newsletters um, digitally copied we could send out a relevant page if the person who wants it knows what it is that they can find from it 
So I think that's possibly um, a project that we should be um, getting down to in the near future is, is actually giving an idea of what we have and um, how it might be obtained. Finally, what in your opinion, not, not saying any of the other members, but your opinion is your most interesting item? It's a really difficult question because um, mm, I would always say it's the document I'm working on at the moment because that's <laughs> the one that's holding my interest at this very minute. Um, I think the human stories are, are always interesting and um, I think yes yeah, so I, I think it's the one that you know I'm currently working on but um, I know that we've produced a, a, a large number of publications and a, the very popular section are our uh, photographs with um, a paragraph of history attached and when you can actually perhaps take two or three unrelated episodes and put them all together in one one paragraph and tie it all together when you fitted all the pieces of the jigsaw together that's the most interesting item that you've got at the moment that's the real wow um, I'm really pleased with that time it's a very honest answer I think yeah there's definitely <laughs> something in that it's, it's what you're working on now you, you're working on it for a reason yes that's correct Thank you very much for agreeing to speak to me today. It's been very interesting hearing about your work. I'm very sorry that uh, COVID-19 has interrupted your series of events. I hope you'll get back to them soon. Yes, I don't. Uh, we have no future um, thing, but we are going to try and um, perhaps have some online um, uh, events. Um, which will be a whole new learning curve for us, but that's very good for our brains. And um, so we, we hope that we can meet this current challenge by perhaps um, putting a little more out there, which we wouldn't have considered um, up until now. So um, the future, you know, has got some interest for us and we're going to do our best to try and, um, you know, meet the challenge. I look forward to seeing what you come up with for sure. Right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank you, Faith.